senator obama when he first yeah. started uh i don't know about losing chicago but you know he was originally mike ditka was gonna run against him yeah the caliendo cast with frank caliendo john Holmes. you know what that's good enough did you, you ever hear that story? Like Ditka's like, I would have beat the shit out of anybody. Anybody <laughs> ever try to run against me? I, I'd have been president of the United States right now. It would have been a great, I, a great debate, too. <laughs> but we have to realize that it's not all about uh, running a football team. Uh, it's about uh, getting to know people. And I'd say Mike uh, definitely has a problem. I, I watch his shit. Sit down and shut up. I didn't, I'm trying to do my thing here. I did it turns into it turns into Bruce Arians. Arians. That's what I'm talking about, Daddy. How come I'm the same guy? All these impressions. Callahan does impressions all of a sudden. No, I'm Terry Bradshaw with uh, Bruce Arians. And uh, everybody's the same guy. I'm Rich Little. <laughs> so I have, I guess I'll start with podcast. I have um, I, I, one guest. I was trying for two, John. Uh, and I just thought of this last second in my, my, uh, incredible skills and prep uh, ability uh dave pash is going to call call in uh to be a little part of it the man with the two worst broadcast partners ever or two yeah. best depending <laughs> i love both people he's with but they've got to be the oh, most difficult people um and i tried to get a hold of ron wolfley who i love uh even though i just seem to have dissed him completely and saying he's a terrible he's a great he's hilarious but he doesn't ever ever text back i've texted him a couple times um and Pash said, uh, get used to it because he never texts back. So uh, I bet you if you were Kyler Murray, he'd text back. Oh, <laughs> daddy, David. I talked to him just the other day. It was <laughs> unbelievable, David. He's in my pockets. I, was gonna... I just love him so much. I'm thinking about poking an eye out, putting an eye patch on, and holding Kyler Murray on my baby shoulder. How much fun would that be, Daddy? Kyler, look out your window. In your eyes, the light, the heat, <laughs> your eyes. <laughs> I'm completely infatuated with the idea that he loves Kyler Murray. In a big way. I think it's hilarious. And the fact that Dude, the you time think it, is it going to be like Mike Ditka and uh, what's Ricky who Ricky Williams, Williams. Ricky on the cover of Sports Illustrated Arizona. Oh, David, you're invited to my wedding. I'm turning him into Herman Munster. Hey, it was heard, but I saw Cowardly Lion too. There, there's so many voices that are. It, it's Ted Knight. It's, it's Ted uh, Knight, Bill Walton, uh, Cowardly Lion, Herman Munster. <laughs> oh, Lily! He needs to bring those hand motions back. There he is. <laughs> there's David. Hi, David. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Grandpa, Eddie. Oh, David. Remember? Just... David, Dave, David. David, you have to remember Sunday. Did you remember Sunday, David, when the ball went in the air and then it came down and you can't go away? Kyler Murray's my favorite thing on the planet, David. All you have to do is throw the ball up to Nuke. He will you, suck it like a pacifier. You can't do it. His new nickname's Kirby because he's a vacuum, David. <laughs> they, they 
Call him. <laughs> the Hoover down there. Get him over that goal line, and you'll catch anything. You could have thrown COVID in the air. He'd have caught it and given it to the other guys. He's in the protocol. <laughs> he catches everything. I had a great reference. I had to censor myself because I was going to get kicked off the air. Oh. <laughs> and we're not even on here. No, it wasn't. It wasn't even bad, but it would have been taken bad. But how great is that on the desert landscape? I know when I went home on Sunday night, I threw something into the desert air, too. Oh, my God. It was incredible. Tossing everything up into the air. I don't know when you wanted to call in, so I just... No, like, it's going to be so much fun. Can, can I tend the rabbits? Let me tell you something about the proclivity of the diminutive Kyler Murray. It doesn't matter what I'm going to say next. He's the greatest. MVP. <laughs> he is the uh. amoeba of the NFL. I learned what a demigod was on Sunday, <laughs> and then I watched him play. Welcome in, Dave. Hi, Dave. Flash oh, of the God. Tiny Titans. There he is. Release the Kraken, and you know who could take it over. Kyler Murray to Diop. I had a mold of his handmaid after the game. Look at it. so little. It's so little. <laughs> oh my goodness I'm so back uh, dave pash on the call which uh we have heard from uh co-workers of yours uh i think it was it was a john or toledo i don't remember who's jim omohandro is texting me about it there dave <clears throat> said uh he's never seen you so animated I was pretty jacked, man. I, I was sitting in the corner with a dunce cap on prior to that because I was so dejected after the Diggs touchdown that, I mean, the Hail Marys are unexpected, but that was even more so because it just seemed like it was over. You know? So before, so before in the booth, before the play happens, uh, what, what the energy sucked out of there? Cause it's, oh, uh, yeah. first of all, tell me a little bit something. Cause it's totally different than being a national broadcaster, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously I do, a ton of stuff for ESPN and, and I never, I never root. I mean, you're always professional, always have the same demeanor for each team. And I get to be a fan with the Cardinals. So I go up when things are good and I go down when things are not good. And the Cardinals had that game. And when Josh Allen made that touchdown pass, a beautiful throw and catch to Diggs, Yeah. I mean, in the booth, I was just like I said. I felt like I had a dunce cap on. I'm sitting in the corner like this, with my head down, just calling the calling the end of the game, thinking it's over. And our booth position is near the near the end zone to the right. The hail mary was on the end zone to the left, so like I had to wait to make sure what yeah. I thought I saw. I really actually was witnessing. You know. So do you have do you have monitors in there too? I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, we have monitors. And, yep. And are they playing? And you're seeing replays and stuff like that instantaneously, yeah. or pretty close to? It's it's the truck feed, so we're getting the direct truck feed from CBS, so the program feed, and so yeah, I look could you know I was looking through my binoculars at the end zone, and then I'm looking down at the monitor, like looking back and forth. Is this really? You're literally looking through binoculars, really? Oh yeah, yeah, yep. I never I never even thought of it. Yeah, that. that's how we call it. My, a lot of times with football, I mean, even for TV, I'll have, you know, the field, we'll have a better location for TV. 
for ESPN, we'll have, you know, the field in front of us. We have these huge monitors in front of us. And a lot of times I'm still looking at the game through binoculars. And sometimes David has to use the Hubble telescope to find clients. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking to see what you were rearing, rearing up for. It was just yeah. you're gearing up for something. And like, he's waiting. Here it comes. And <laughs> binoculars for that guy. I can't find him. He's little. No one can touch him. It's true, though, Dave, when you're up there, and I'm, I'm no fan of any team outside of my Steelers. And by the way, I'm running out of fingers. But uh, the, uh, uh, and you're in the booth, and that, that uh, touchdown happened with the Bills. You're, you're not dejected about just this game. That's getting close to the season at this point. With this division, this loss was, like, devastating. Despite it being an AFC game, that was one where, as a fan for the Cardinals and as an announcer, you're like, if I can be a fan – this just crushed this team. This game's going to hurt later in the year. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, because you're thinking, okay, five and four, you just lost two in a row at home, and you got to go to Seattle on Thursday night. Yeah, They're not playing well. At some point, Russell Wilson's going to play better than he has. So, yeah, I mean, all that stuff is going through your mind. And I'm sure the fans are experiencing the same thing. And then DeAndre Hopkins makes that catch, and you go from five and four, maybe five and five, to – Oh, wow. Leading the division, a game out of the best record in the NFC all of a sudden. So uh, yeah. it was uh, that the, the range of emotions. I mean, you mentioned Holmberg being a Steeler fan. I remember calling the Super Bowl and having those emotions of when Larry Fitzgerald scores. And then, you know, you had in real time, maybe eight to 10 minutes later, the San Antonio Holmes play. This was like, it felt like seconds of yeah. just, I'm way down. And then all of a sudden you're, on cloud nine. Yeah. It's, it was an incredible, an incredible play. The thing I, I, when I watched it, cause people text me, I'm watching the Steelers play. And they're like, have you seen the D hop catch? Have you seen the D hop catch? And I'm like, no, I'm watching the Steelers. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing they're going to replay it based on your reactions. Uh, I, I, my first reaction was yeah. Great catch. Uh, the bills banged into each other and it landed and he's got strong hands, but that throw is top five of all time. There's, there has not been a cross-your-body 55-yard in the air throw. That uh, – I don't know what the heck to explain. That is a strong – that was amazing. That was a bullet. Well, he's, doing some, he's doing something – a lot of quarterbacks can't get away with it, but he, he throws it a little bit like a baseball. Like he, he – he, My dog has to pee. He uh, – that happens every episode you're on. No, he – like he – wheels it around yeah, a little bit of a wind up, frank yeah he's yeah, got a little the wind up is the word i was striding yeah. stretching for you should know this from your days as an analyst on college basketball with, with bill and i yeah yeah or days as a catcher uh, that would that would even be part yeah. of it too yeah. but uh, just the way he yeah, reaches so, down yeah he he goes down and around but he can do it because he does it quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's also what allows him to be able to throw against his body a little bit. It's, uh, you know, it's almost like a second baseman flipping for a d- long double play to the shortstop coming across, you know, that turn. But it's a much longer throw, obviously. But that I don't how many quarterbacks in the league do you think can make that throw? I mean, who can get to that position first yeah. and then make that throw? That's two things. Right. With his athletic ability to be able to slip tackles. I mean, Mahomes, Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, probably Russell Wilson. Uh, there are others who can make the throw. I, I don't know as athletic as those guys are that I just mentioned. I don't know how many of those guys, though, can slip that tackle. I mean, he probably yeah. should have been sacked. Most guys, I mean, maybe all of them, uh, I mean, because his, 
his quickness, you know, a lot of these other guys that are quarterbacks who can run are long striders. I mean, he's got like those quick feet and it's just so elusive that I, I, yeah, I don't know if there's another one that could have made that play coupled with the throw, which was a a line drop. Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson could probably get there, but I don't know if he can make the throw. Oh, he'd make the throw into the stands. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, Aaron Rodgers has been the king of the Hail Mary. We saw two of them in the playoffs, yeah. remember, five years ago against the Cardinals. Yeah. So, I he, was at that game, too. Uh, you aren't the only one. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I remember going to that game because uh, I usually get – I, I just try to bum tickets off of everybody. So I never try to pay for anything. So I got tickets from – that season I got a bunch of tickets from Steve Kime, but the GM. But um, my friend George Cantor opens for me on the road. Quiet, John. Uh, opens for me on the road. Uh, George Cantor gave me and my son tickets for the uh, the game, which I was mad about. I'm like, why did you give me these tickets? Because one, I, I had to go to the game. Two, I have to drive to the game and park there. Uh, but uh, I remember going to that game, watching those Hail Marys, and then my son the whole time was playing Madden on his phone during the entire game, so he didn't watch any of it, really. Uh, that's the main thing I remember. Do you guys ever play Madden on your phones in the in the booth? You in the booth? <laughs> no, I can't say can't say that I have. Look at this! I got the tiny Titan. He's just like Kyler Murray. I play with my phone, but it's just scrolling through photos of Kyler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your love for him is unbelievable. Was that was it, the Frank impression? Was that Wolf or Walton? Because I they are that's just for insane. me. We were talking about this before. They all merge. It's whether it's Herman Munster, which John's turned into a little bit ago. Yeah, that is uh, definitely Herman Munster. Yeah. Uh, but it's also Davy from Davy and Goliath. That's it's, the that's where I originally had it when I first started to do the Wolfley on the radio. It was Davy from Davy and Goliath because I heard him. I, I would drive back from my. I had a, a place up north that I would, and the weekends I'd listen to the games coming back. And every time, and this this is back when the team wasn't all that great. I'll tell you though, oh tugboat, Mar- Marcel ship the That's what I like, David. And he started to say David so often that I just heard Davy, and so it just swung around to that. And now it's a combo. It's not an impression; it's a caricature. Yeah, but he is a caricature, so it's legal. And because he's. You know, it, not the like the nationally known. It's even better to be yeah. a caricature. It's more fun. Um, but he's also Hold Ted up. Knight, Herman Munster. Yeah. <laughs> um, In the call, Frank, we played the call on the radio, and as I was kind of adding things to it, he was his his own caricature during the call at the end. And oh, it was absolutely. Tough, it was tough to tell when I was kicking in and when I wasn't because he was so animated. Yeah, I said this to Toledo. You make the call. Yeah. You sound like you're connected to the call. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, you're like you look like you watched it and are connected to reality. And then it cuts <laughs> to Wolfley, and it's like he's in his own painting or something like that. Dude, I have it right here, and it, it's like you know, you can't cover Nuke, and it's just like out of nowhere. And then the, the line that gets me is throw the ball up. What Kyler Murray did, he extended the play. I just then it hits the uh, into the air into the desert sky. <laughs> like it's just, I mean, it's awesome. I mean, I wish I had that much of me in you know for people. You know what to it reminds me of? 
It reminds me of when somebody's bad at introducing a, a band, like they do the stage <laughs> announcements, and they're like, are you ready, Phoenix, to fly into the desert sky tonight? It's Event Sevenfold! And then they come out and play, like, what the fuck <laughs> was that? It was pretty great. I love, I love, look, it needs to happen more in sports. It absolutely does. Baseball's completely lost me as a humongous baseball fan. Yeah. Even the home broadcasts try not to be homers, and they've made the entire game a math equation. Basketball, to a certain extent, is a very much safe. Uh, let's not go to homer. Chick Hearn got called a homer once, and I think, and he was because he was supposed to be, and now everybody plays it safe. Football needs this. It's, it's what separates it. You still have guys in the booth that live and die with us, the fans. And when you're on the radio watching the game, most of the time that means you can't be in front of a TV. So it needs to have more passion. And I think you guys especially, Wolfley, tip of the cap because it is so fun to listen to. And that's, that's almost gone from sports broadcasting. Well, I think we try to be fair. I think if you guys listen, we're, we're pretty fair. You know, it's not always, oh, the referees and the officials are against the Cardinals or – uh, the other team's players are bad. I mean, I think we're, we're pretty fair about praising the other team and about the officiating. But when it comes to, you know, the excitement level of a big play or a big win, I mean, that's we're, – we're the conduit, right, to the fan. I mean, right. we hope as a fan that what we're experiencing the, – what the fan is ex- experiencing at home, we should be mirroring that. And if we're not – I honestly – I'm sorry to cut you off, but I – this is one of the rare times – it, I, it happened right in front of me. My son and I were both watching. He wasn't playing Madden anymore. Uh, we we're <laughs> both watching. We have this big TV wall. It's the only time I can ever remember it happening. I literally jumped up off the couch and clapped. I, I, I'm, yeah. And I recognized it. I jumped up and went, I just clapped. Yeah. I, it was a, 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 a visceral reaction. It was an amazing reaction that I never... I mean, it was just one of those moments of it could, now in that call or the way you call that with the, uh, you know, the, the radio broadcast, that's, that's gotta be more fun, right? It's it, it, personally, it might not be better professionally quote unquote, but it's gotta be more fun to, to be able to care about the game and keeping in mind that you are, you know, it's, it's not that you're rooting against the other team. It's the, I mean, you but just, you are, please. Yeah, yes. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You I are, mean, you are. It's look, I, I love the balance of being able to do games, obviously, on for ESPN. Um, but it is nice to have the balance of being able to have a team and root for a team. And I've been doing the Cardinal games now for 19 years. I mean, that's that's a big chunk of my life. So yeah. it, it's my team. And I think, again, as a fan tuning in, hopefully what Wolf and I are giving the fan, the listener, and Wolf is a Cardinal. He spent most of his career with the Cardinals, that – a fan consuming the broadcast, they're going to hear, they're going to get information about the team and they're going to be entertained and they're going to have the highs when things are good. And they're going to have the lows when things are are low, but hopefully they'll also feel a a level of professionalism too, that like, we're again, going to talk about the good things that Russell Wilson does on Thursday night. It's not. And if there's a bad call against the other team, we're going to say, yeah, they missed that one. Or if they get the call right against, yeah, but I, we're going to say. Yeah, it. I think it's accepted, and you know, especially the radio call, and and you're, it, it's accepted. I don't think it's going against it. it. You know, that's always been the way that it has been. Um, so I don't. Well, if you listen to the Bills call, the, the the guys in the Bills radio team that called that called it as Bills fans. I mean, sure. I think yeah. it was yeah. as simple as yeah, them you're going, supposed to. He caught it. He caught it. I mean, they, you could hear the dejection 
yep. their season also riding on this one. I mean, it was a big loss for them. And so, and they had it in the bag. So you, I, I love that there's emotion attached, but you're right. Yeah. And you listen, and it's the same thing like Bill Walton. Bill Walton gets the, the rap for being goofy because he is, and he's got all that. But when he talks basketball, he knows basketball. Harry Carey knew baseball top to bottom. He actually was probably pretty bored with talking baseball, but when he, when he called the game, when he wasn't going off on his Harry Carey moments, he was calling a good game. And he was at, towards the end there, he went a little goofy, but you know, you guys do a great job of calling a game and adding in that thing. Uh, and I think it has something to do. I'm going to say this and I bet you, you will uh, roll your eyes, something to do with all the attention that the Spanish broadcasts always got. Uh, it's not, but uh, that's, that's, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, those guys do a great job, by the way. I love the Spanish yeah. broadcast. Um, yeah. I wish Bill would talk more basketball. Do you guys think you can actually uh, maybe put a word in or something? Because you're right. When he does talk basketball, which is rare, yeah. um, you're like, wow, this guy. He, yeah, I could see why he's considered one of the greatest players of all time. Yeah. yeah. Now, have you got another one? Not so no, much. I'd rather listen to him talk about nothing. Uh, that's me. I, I know it drives you crazy, but for yeah. me, when Bill's going off, I mean, that's why it, it it trends on Twitter every time he talks because he's so ridiculous and going on such tangents, and somehow they slightly seem to tie in. It's it's built for this world. I mean, there's a time where uh, Bill Walton was out of work. You know, he used to do the NBC games right. years and years ago, and then I remember, I I, I think it was. Uh, what's his name? Um, Gray. Um, Jim Gray. Jim Gray. I think helped him get in at ESPN, and because it, it, it was something about, I, I don't remember. I, I I did something for Jim Gray for his, like his fiftieth or sixtieth birthday party or something like that. But it was. Uh, him talking about how he got was helping Bill get back into some maybe it's after some back surgeries or something like that. But it's this world is built for that with all the social media and stuff. People like John said, emotion. All the emotion is in the pregame shows. Like it's fine to talk about how everybody has all these moments and how important they are to the community and stuff there. But then in the game, it becomes you know kind of sanitized. So you, the radio calls are. Fantastic. My question for you is how much attention have you gotten from that? Have you heard about people playing that uh, call all over the place? Cause I've heard it on a couple of national shows. Yeah. I'm kind of, kind of tired of my own voice. You know, you've heard it so often. <laughs> okay. You're like, okay, it's enough. That's enough. Um, yeah, no, I've gotten a lot of nice uh, texts from friends in the business. I think that the ultimate compliment, I mean, it's great when, when fans are happy, it, it's great when, you know, anybody says, Hey, I really, you know, love the call. But when you get, you know, people that are play-by-play announcers that you really respect in the business, yeah. you know, and that's, that's all that ever, that's all you ever really care about. I mean, John, how many, I don't know. I think people just worship Holmberg, but when I do an impression, that's just okay. Uh, people, you know, or, or I really like, and then other people think is just okay. If somebody like Holmberg or somebody that I respect says, that's actually pretty good. I, I it's amazing right. that you pulled something off of that. I care about that as opposed to the idiot who knows nothing and is just complaining to complain. So I, I know where you're coming from. Yeah. On that. You know, I got a text from Kevin Harlan who Kevin Harlan is like, when it comes oh, to like exciting calls, he might be the best, right. In terms of just his energy and precision and the right words. And he, he sent me a nice text and I've always looked up to and respected Kevin, but I, when it comes to like the big moments and the big calls, he, he is, he, he's the standard, I think. So you really had a, 
Yeah, do you have anything prepped? Like, you know, like Jim Nance always has a line he's going to use or something. Like, do you have anything in the hopper? Like, in case there's a Hail Mary, I've got no. this. Nothing. No, I remember doing the Super Bowl again. I, I remember I, I wasn't going to write anything down if the Cardinals were going to win. And because I didn't want to, like, jinx it. And then right. when Larry <laughs> scored that touchdown, I actually started to scribble something down. Like, I better oh, come up with yeah. something. because You jinxed it. You did jinx it. And then I threw – yeah, and then <laughs> when uh, Aaron Francisco fell down on that play that kind of got him into field goal range, yeah, I ripped the paper up. No so. take backs. No take backs. No take backs. As John – the, the other text I got that was really funny this week was, uh, and I don't know if you guys have seen it, um, and it might help your impressions of, of Wolf. Brian Greasy, who I've worked with for a long time, and he, he does Monday Night Football now, he sent me a text and said, uh, love the call of you and Wolf. I've watched the, the booth camera view, and I can't stop laughing. Yeah. Because, <laughs> first of all, I'm like in disbelief, but the look on Wolf's face, I mean, for you guys who are Wolf yeah. impressionists, you guys really need to check this out, study it. They sent Jim us sent us a, yeah, yeah, Jim sent us a still shot of you guys from the booth as it was happening. And he looks like a, uh, like somebody, if they made a Ron Wolfley sex blow up doll. <laughs> it's my favorite picture of him I've ever seen. Cause I know uh, it's just going, it's about to erupt. It's pretty the, great. The only letter that can come into my head right now is oh. <laughs> so, do you take a second? The it, the catch happens you, because the, the picture we have is both of you with these expressions. Yeah, there it is. It, like old, like Ooh. the old. Did I? I can't believe what I just saw. Yeah. Is there a second of that to take it in and then go? Or do you, are you just talking through it the whole time? No, I mean, the first thing is I got to make sure he catches the ball. The last thing you want to do is is say touchdown. And oh, I immediately awesome. go touchdown and say this game's over. <laughs> they just won the Super Bowl. Right, right. Say touchdown and they're like, oh, no, the ball, there's the ball on the ground. Or it's incomplete. Oh, no, we caught it. You know, so you got to wait. And that's the thing. So you like wait. And then it's a touchdown. And then I'm kind of looking around like, oh, my goodness, that, that just happened? Like, really? It, it, yeah. It's crazy. I, I couldn't imagine it for a player like Kyler Murray. I don't know if you guys saw how he, you know, he was on the sideline. He turned to look at the jumbotron in the other end zone yeah. to see it because there's so much going on down in the other end. So I couldn't imagine what it was like as a player. I mean, I'm dejected. Yeah, they don't know. They, they can't tell. There's nothing you can't like. You just everybody has to wait and see. And there's no crowd happened. reaction. Right. Now. There's no yeah. crowd reaction. Yeah. There's 4,000 people there. So it's not like you've got this incredible ovation and the Red Sea is rising, right? Bringing it home. Oh, oh. David's doing David's favorite person. <laughs> Change his name to Kyler O'Murray. I remember when David jinxed the Super Bowl and I just wanted to stuff him into the ground for a long time. But look what happened now. We got Kyler. It's all dominoes. Sliding doors, if you will. Dave, what? if you could, if after having heard it, do you hear, like, I don't know if, uh, if you can listen to yourself and then say, oh, that was great. After you've heard the call yourself, do you think, oh, I could have done this. I should have used oh, second guesses. Yeah. Of course. The latter. What, what, yeah, what, have, what have you come up with? What's oh, your... yeah. I mean, I was like, oh, I should have said, you know, Hail Murray or Holy yeah. Hop or something. I mean, something, right? It, you, yeah, yeah. You look back to like, oh, I kind of got caught Mad. up in the moment. And, you know, I don't know if you guys do the same thing after, you know, when you perform, you go back and yeah. say, oh, I didn't, I didn't tell the joke exactly, you know, how yeah. I wanted to tell it or boy, I 
know, that impression, I, I didn't handle it the right way at the right moment. Didn't inflect. I don't know. I don't know. You're mad at your, your uh, lack of use of a pun or alliteration is what it comes down to. (laughs) But you know, I, the one thing I, I I would be, listen, I don't want to sound like a jerk, but I'd be, be, and maybe I'm off on this. Uh, the one thing that was a little odd in the call to me was you got to be joking me. Is that a normal? Because I've yeah. heard you've got to be kidding me, or you got to. It's so, you have to be joking with me. But is it? Are, is that a normal phrasing? You got to be joking me. I don't. I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea. Nobody said anything. It just was a little odd to me. It was, but it was like something that I would say and then go, "Oh God, I wonder if anybody's going to notice." I didn't that. even catch that. Honestly, I don't remember that part of it. I, I just. I remember I, I felt like I could have said something else other than the, the, the cliche, unbelievable, or you got to be kidding. I kind of did. I kind of gave yeah, it. But I, I think natural, I think natural sounds better though. If you, if you, if yeah. you plan something, I think. No, but I mean, I look back, I was like, oh, hail Murray or, you know, holy hop or something. There, there should have been yeah. something else there. So of course I always do that. I always go back and say, yeah, you know, I could have said this or said that. Because you always wonder, because Vin Scully's the king of like the it rises into the night and will have another tomorrow. It's like how in the world do these things come into someone's head on the fly of a great moment? And how do you know those great moments as an announcer? You have to to know like Vin Scully's great call of uh, Kirk Gibson's home run is not saying anything for almost a minute and a half. And that made that moment great. And there's that's got to be on your brain constantly. I, I admire anybody in that booth because, A, it's not easy. B, you can get in the way of great moments, too. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, radio, yes, in television, you, you've got to make sure that you lay out. The crowd can tell the story, right? right. You don't always have to be the one to go crazy. The crowd's going crazy. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I look to – Tariko, McDonough, Nance, Buck. I mentioned Kevin Harlan. I thought Marv, you know, when he was in the NBA, always had the right thing to say at the right time of a big moment. Mike Green is excellent yeah. at that. I just That, to me, is what separates the great announcers from the rest of us, you know, is, is just the, the, the ex- the perfect amount of energy and the right words in a huge moment or no words at all. And just yep. knowing when to lay out. I'll tell you, if you would have said hail Murray, I'll, everybody and your, their mother would have been texting you how long you had that one in your back yeah. pocket. You would yeah, have had have people. It would have been less fun. It would have been worse. Cause everybody, even if you had just thought of it on the fly, you'd be so annoyed with people claiming that you hadn't or that you had planned it that it would be driving you nuts. I think the natural call, I think it's a great call. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun and, and it's real when they, it. when they sound forced and like, there's too much, uh, you know, when there is too much alliteration, it's always like, ah, somebody wrote something down. Like you said, it's just it, to the natural and whatever comes to you seems to be the best. But now you have Hale Murray in your pocket and I want Tyler in my pocket. <laughs> well, I can't do it now. You can't do Hail Murray now. It's everybody said it now. It's do it every game. Day. Every pass. Can't do it. Every pass is a Hail Murray. Every <laughs> single one from now on. If it was a Hail Murray. Own this. It's yours. Well, Tariko was doing it on Sunday Night Football. He's like the Hail Murray. You know, they're all immediately when people when you have that time to go back and go, oh my God, his name's Murray. There's yeah. but if it's you do it in the moment, 
I think if you do it in the moment, I think there's a lot of people that are going, oh, come on. Yeah, you had that plan. And so then there's also a lot of people that be like, that was brilliant. But the, 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 you'd get so many of the questions of how long have you had that, that it would drive you yeah. nuts. So what if uh, Larry Fitzgerald caught it? Uh, like, let's say he does, let's have another Hale Murray on Thursday. You can't go with Hale Murray. Larry catches it right off the bat. What do you got? Let's plan it all out. <laughs> yeah, no clue. no clue. The Fitz pitch doesn't quit. <laughs> Age is just a number, and that number is 11. <laughs> he went sideways. He went parallel to the ground. He's an equal sign. I don't yeah. think any of those will be utilized. On and there's other. nothing equal to the legendary... Larry Fitzgerald. It's not true. If you turn him sideways, the eleven becomes equal. You know, you know. Let's Wolf called him. The, I think I just said that. Wolf I calls him Japanese fighting me. fish. You guys know that, right? Yeah. He calls him the Japanese fighting fish or yeah. the Japanese fighting fits. Yeah, which I love. That's what, yeah, that's what Wolf it's fun him. to. Uh, it's fun to. Larry likes it, though. I don't think Larry likes the nickname. He doesn't <laughs> like being called a beta fish. Why? <laughs> I don't think any of the nicknames that Wolf comes up with uh, that, that they like really. Tugboat. He doesn't yeah. care. But. Marcel Ship's tugboat was pretty funny. He I called, enjoyed that. He called Adrian Wilson the gas man like because he's going to light you up. <laughs> no, that's too far. So, you, uh, so you'll have the Thursday uh, You'll have the Thursday call. Uh, yeah, we have to call on Thursday, so we'll have the radio. We're not traveling, though, so we're doing the game from our uh, – which – you know, oh, how what, how does is that has that you you don't get to bring out the binoculars? No, no, we've well, got a sixty inch monitor. Like I've been doing most of my college football games from my house right here. Uh, oh, really? I didn't realize that. Yeah, how hard is that? that? That job's impossible. It's 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 taking some time to get used to, and I think a lot of basketball we're we're going to be doing as well. Not easy, not easy. No had, way, really? Wow. I had a, we did. A I had no game. idea. Yeah, we did a Notre Dame game a few weeks ago, and I'm working with Mike Golick Sr., who's in Bristol. So he's in Bristol. I'm in Arizona. And we're doing Clemson, Notre, uh, Clemson, Florida State this Saturday, but we had a Notre Dame game a couple weeks ago, and uh, the the feed dropped. So, like, I couldn't see anything, so Mike had to call a couple plays. I mean, it's going to happen, you know. It's just yeah. kind of where we are in 2020. But it's been taking – you know, it's taking some time to get used to and doing the Cardinal games, the road games from the stadium, our stadium, with a 60-inch monitor – you know, it's not it's not the same, but just trying to get through the year. Do you yeah. try and tell them they need to get you a sixty inch monitor for your house? Is that <laughs> I have a thirty five inch. I did I did request a larger one, but they've got so many going out. I mean, there's like over a hundred of us, I think, that are doing games from home between football wow. and basketball and baseball. What's harder to people- do? Is it basketball or football? It's harder to do from the house. Oh, football from the house because you're you can't there's only so much there's so much you can't see. You know, if there's a flag, the back judge throws a flag, you, you don't see it. Uh, you can pick up so much stuff on the sideline that you don't get when you're just looking at it. You know, you still have a spotter? Do you still have a guy? Yeah, I have a spotter through a Zoom. He's actually at the game. The spotter is in the stadium. Wow. With a Zoom. So I've got an iPad that's got my board in front of me, and he's got his board, so he'll point to who made the tackle or who the running back is, and, and I can see him. Does he like? Does he like flag? Does he give yep, you a throw? He'll like kind of like make a, yeah. a motion of hey, flag down. Or you can see, you know, the the yellow flag will come up on your program monitor that you have in front of you, so that you know that there's a flag somewhere. Yeah. 
But a lot of times you'll see things when you're there. Because I do, even at the game, I'll look at the monitor a lot. But you always have the backup of looking at the field to see things. Here you're just completely locked into one shot. Now you do have a smaller box, like a high end zone and an all 22, but you know, I, I'm always focusing on the program on what's, what's going over the air. Um, yeah. So it's been, it's been challenging. No question. Yeah. But it's been seamless. Cause I didn't realize everyone was doing that. So, I mean, credit to everybody. That's been well, most of us. Yeah. Not everybody, but yeah, a lot of us. Yeah. I mean, I had a couple people had no idea. They, they thought like, Oh, when'd you get back? We had Notre Dame, like I said, Notre Dame, uh, Georgia Tech, like, oh, when did you get back from Atlanta? Like, I actually walked out of my house to go down to get the mail <laughs> later that day, and, and one of my neighbors said, what are you doing here? Didn't I just see you in Atlanta? I said, no, I was, well, I was in my office. Don't it, you have the temptation, though, Dave, to just go, that shit's all fake. What's that? <laughs> just oh, just, it's all fake. Quit buying into the magic. Like pro wrestling? It's just yeah, all. It's all yeah, no, this is real. We, yeah. taped that, we taped that months ago. Yeah. The games are all simulation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't believe it. They pay me for nothing. They pay me to keep quiet about it. Yeah, it was yeah. really, you know, doing, doing the NBA in the bubble and being like 25 rows up in glass encased booths, that was unique. But doing games from home yeah. where your partner's not even in the same. That's the difficult the thing with, I mean, Zoom is is one thing, but watching uh, watching a game and trying to have chemistry as that's going on, that's difficult. That's really, really hard. I didn't real. I, I guess I, I, not, I don't even think I realized that. I, for some reason, I thought. Well, I know Schlereth had traveled to some games. I think. Yeah. So I, I think assuming. all the Fox. I think all the Fox and CBS NFL guys are, but ESPN. You know, we've got so many events, so many college football games, Monday Night Football, college basketball, NBA, Major League Baseball. There's just only you know so many people that are traveling. So. Oh. All right, yeah. Dave. Well. Uh, that was awesome. Thank you for, uh, for yeah. letting us all about that and bringing us in there and uh, you got understanding it what it was it like. Really, really great. And uh, I'm, I'm still glad you didn't say Hail Murray. I would have, I would, I would have been kind of grossed out by it if you had that because I'd have been one of the people going, how long have you had that in your pocket? Cha-ching. Yeah. <laughs> or you could have done the Bill Murray. It's in the hole for no reason. It would have just tied somehow into a Murray thing. But yeah, it all seems funny. <laughs> it was perfect. Or gotten it completely wrong and made an Eddie Murphy reference. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Nice job. Thanks, man. All right. Thank fellas, you. I appreciate it. Awesome. Dude. Thanks, Dave. Take care, guys. And so, no, we got to wrap up, John. You got to talk about how great your Steelers are for two Do I have to talk and... about it? I think people know. You just want to Why do you, you, why do you feed this? You know, because I have nothing else to talk about. <laughs> I didn't. I wrote some stuff down and forgot what it was. I, I do want to say this: we're not going to have. Uh, we're not. We're going to be off next week uh, for Thanksgiving. Um, and John, you, how many terrible towels do you? That's. It's like you're trying to cover up what I said that we edited out of the podcast. Um, it's a, a, <laughs> it's oh. a big show, so I got. I'm going into the sauna after. Got to figure. Make this all wrapped up. Oh, it's nice. That's a nice now, what look. About, uh, before we, we go, oh my God, your trip yeah, to Vegas. A, so you're quick. planning on going to Vegas. I, I'm looking forward to hearing what that is like because it's, that's it's the reason kind of, I'm going. One of the just reasons to see I'm what going. it's like to, to report. Yeah, to, to on the uh, boots on the ground kind of thing. Yeah, I really kind of 
That's um, really why. That's that sounds like a that sounds yeah. like that sounds like your own Hail Murray, right? That and getting away from family for the holidays, which is the goal every year. But uh, yeah, so I don't I don't have to deal with any of the the traveling and turkey time and all the nonsense. So yeah, I want to go up there and see uh, what it's like. I, the pictures fascinate me of seeing the strip empty on on uh, Fridays. I find that unbelievable. So I kind of want to see Vegas empty before everything returns to normal because I've never seen it. That's the craziest thing to me. And you're going to stay in the normal place that you mm-hmm. stay at and do you're going to try. Do you have your casino VIP helper person as yeah, well? She's there. Yeah. She's there and probably have like a dinner, but that's about it. I mean, there's the dinners are lessened. There's no shows. I mean, normally when I go to Vegas, there's usually an event that's tied to it. Right. Like we went for the boxing thing and most of the time there's a concert or something that we'll go to. There's nothing. I mean, there's, there's nothing. So what do you, some, you're going to just gamble. It's and just kind of hang out walk around uh, again my big thing is to see the strip empty yeah so i'll probably i'll probably walk up and down the strip day and night just a daytime thing just to go up to see what the other casinos are like how they're handling things and then head back and how long are you going there for because I, I that's two hours so <laughs> no not for me it's uh i spent some time are you in stroller <laughs> your stroller okay. slow stroller and the M&M store, I mean, is it okay? Are they at 20%? I mean, what happens when Fat America can't show up to the Vegas Strip and hang out and make lines? Who's faring better, the Coca-Cola store or the M&M store? I'll, I'll, I'll be first to tell you. I'll, I'll know. But, yeah, I'm just going to go up there to goof around, and uh, I think it's a good weekend to kind of do it because I'm an isolationist. So I don't think there's going to be a lot of people there. I think it's just going to be a good – Well, there's not going to be a lot of – I wonder what stores are even allowed to be open. What's That's inter- – I mean, it isn't. if I didn't have kids, I think that would be – yeah. Something when are you going to see it again? I mean, you, see, you start looking at this COVID thing. It's like, oh, when this is unprecedented, unprecedented. And it's almost like, you know, uh, a tsunami wave. It's like you don't want to be caught in one, but you kind of would, like it's different. You're definitely going to take a look at it when it's happening. So I look at uh, Vegas and I'm like, it doesn't look like Vegas that I know. This is what yeah. it would look like if a Hollywood set rebuilt it. There's nobody on it. So, now your no, casino host, how how has she been faring through all this? I mean, I know Erica, but how has she good. been getting along? She's Are they fine. okay? She says it's weird, and they're definitely been cutbacks. And you know, um, I'll know more when I talk to her in person. But it, yeah, they've, she's basically said that it's been kind of, uh, um, I guess it's as normal as you can make it, considering everything's different. But there's a lot less people there. Uh, the foreign travel is gone. And uh, so, yeah, they're just kind of reliant on locals for the first time in a long while. I know that. But, yeah, it's weird. I want to see. I I'm see looking forward to hearing your report back because it's, yeah. I feel like I'm send, like I'm almost sending you out into it now. I know it's of your own volition, but I'll gladly I do it. I, I love so you just made it a write off. Yeah. Oh, well, have, and have Gruden invite him over for a turkey. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we've been fined enough. <laughs> plus, plus we had our little uh, victory lap that everybody's upset about, man. Oh, remember, yeah. I remember I even talked about that. I, I don't know yeah. if any, I don't know if how many people knew about that before, but I guess it was the dr- bus driver that spilt it or something. Did you see the press conference with Gruden? He's like some sarcastic bus driver. <laughs> you just knew he wanted to go, what the fuck, man? <laughs> we want a fucking game. <laughs> Why is everybody so uptight about things like that? That's just Who kind can? of fun. Right? It wasn't fun in their thing. face. It wasn't like they were driving around. Uh, they waited. And, and, yeah. yeah. But it wasn't, it wasn't as though they you know, were holding up traffic to do it. 
It's right. it, how would even anybody even know, really? I mean, yeah. somebody tattled and made it seem like it was this big. Uh, everybody wants to try to fake some bulletin board material. It's there's nothing. It, that's good. It's a they've got an interesting game this weekend too because if they can pull this off two times and beat the is Chiefs, it the Sunday night game? It's the Sunday night game, isn't it? I think so. I think so. I, Did it get flexed? Uh, it, if it didn't, it should. It should have. Yeah, sure. But I feel like that. It. I don't know. Um, yeah, I just. I, I, yeah, I'm. They, that team. That team's interesting right now because Gruden seems to have them believing, and Derek Carr's playing great. Yeah, he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He's, uh, you know, they're they're a, a run first offense. Really, <laughs> they're. Yeah, they're the NBC game. Yeah. yeah. 620 NBC. Yep. So yeah, yeah, that that'll be interesting because that's that's if they can win, they can beat the Chiefs twice. That that's a you know that's one. Of I those want I want them to, but I don't know. You know, it's going to be awfully hard to do two times. And the Raiders are at home in this one, right? They're in, they're in Las Vegas. Las yep. Vegas. They're yeah. a little too early for you, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> then on Thursday, I'm going to say, Hey, Derek, pass the turkey, and he's going to chuck it right to me. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm. So, what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? Anything good? No, no. Hunkering down. Just, yeah. No, fam- we're getting tested on Wednesday, and then maybe depending on test results, we'll get together with a couple of family members. Oh, really? So you're doing a test to see? Just it'll be just interesting. I can't wait to hear. Safe. I can't wait to hear all the arrests for people uh, with ten family members or more getting together. Right. It's, it's insane. Now, who's gonna? What is? They keep. How do you about police it? Yeah, you can't police it. Stricter rules and mandates and like, shut up. There's nothing happening. Nobody's going to. Look for cars out in people's driveways. Who? The cops? The cops are going to spend their night doing that? No. You leave people alone on Thanksgiving. You imagine what a dickhead move the cops. Cops are in a great light right now because the media has been so kind to them. Now show up at a 94-year-old person's house (laughs) uh, and break up the family Thanksgiving because there's 12 people there. Good luck. It's not happening. Yeah. I don't know. I guess so. All right. Uh, great job. I hope you're live next time I talk to you. You don't well, get the COVID. Nice. Thank you. I hope you it's are, really, too. I, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're all alive. Just trying Wonderful. to get better at editing the shows, and I'm not. I hope you're alive well, tomorrow, John. Yeah, me too. I hope we're all alive come next time we talk. Well, we're off for a week, and I'm not going to talk. I'm only going to get texts from you uh, when. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't know. I'm going to keep you in the woods. No, I, I want to know. know if yeah. you're alive. Yeah, I had to block him once. You won't, the Jags game, you won't get blocked. Talk all you want. I won't care. If they're losing, I'll be as mad as anybody. So just the Ravens. All right. And for anybody who doesn't know, these are on YouTube now. Uh, they are? On the, at Frank Caliendo, yeah. I didn't know that. People have been – oh, you know what? People, John, just so you know, everybody's been – Holmberg is so incredibly good looking. That's all I get. Yeah, that's what you get. That's all I get from him. <laughs> yeah, it is. From what, the Glaucoma Institute? Yeah. Yeah, then we didn't want to tell you who, prisoners. Yeah, a lot of that. A lot of dudes think that's awesome. Well, thanks for sharing. Yeah, at Frank Caliendo on YouTube and across <laughs> everything else. So, uh, all right, we'll talk. Uh, we'll see what stories happen in a couple of weeks. And oh, you know what? I did just get a text like a minute ago. I should tell you this, Wolfley, Wolfley, Frankie. I would love to, but I can't do it today. When do you guys do this stuff? Oh, it's coming, Frankie. He's going to be on with us, and maybe we can get Kyler in a little box. (laughs) 
in his own tiny little box. Oh, would Kyler Murray's Zoom box be adorable? It would be like the picture in picture. Picture in picture. Awesome. All right. That's it.